Sunday, April the 4th. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. Can I wish all of you from Burlington a very, very happy Easter? Easter is a game changer. Easter opens up to us a brand new reality. It exposes us to a totally different paradigm. The women who went to the tomb in the story that we read just some moments ago looked at life the way that we tend to. We see death as the end. It's over. It's the final frontier. Death is literally fatal. And so they, when they went to the tomb carrying their spices, they knew that it was over. They were about the final task. However good it had been, however large the crowds, however amazing the miracles, however fabulous it had been to be on Jesus's team when he told the religious establishment what for, all of that now was fading into a distant memory. Death had brought it to an abrupt end. But what I want you to notice is how in just a few short verses, the paradigm begins to completely change. The women encounter the angels who explain to them that Jesus isn't there. Why are you looking for someone who is alive among the dead? And then the verses end with Peter going into the tomb and seeing the empty grave clothes and wondering, pondering all that this might mean. And so it's as if that particular season comes to an end, but it does so in the same way that many of our favourite TV series do, opening up the possibility for a future season. It's like you know the story isn't over. The women walk away from the tomb with the angels' words ringing in their ears, and Peter is standing outside pondering these things in his heart. And it's as if uh, it was a, a movie. The, the the camera would pan right out, and perhaps the music would build or just quieten down to a to a question, and it would be over. It's almost as if there was a dot 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 to be continued. We would know the story wasn't over. Hey, perhaps I should become a video editor. Oh, wait, maybe I already have. Those moments when we think the story is coming to an end, but you realise that perhaps it's only just beginning. That's why Easter is a game changer, because it introduces us to a new reality that death is perhaps not the final cry, but the first word of something new. Death, not the end, but the first note of a new symphony. The first line of a new premiere. Not the end, but a beginning. And if that's the case, 
If death really is not an end but a new beginning, then Easter is an absolute game changer. We've been thinking about these big themes over these past weeks in our Reset series. You see, the nation of Israel in the middle of the Old Testament thought that they quite literally died as a nation, that it was over, that it was finished. But because God knew they would think in those old ways, he already sent prophets, sent messengers to them to help them see that when they think they had died, it wasn't over, but the gateway to something new. They were simply being reset in order to be powered up, booted up again into something altogether new. That The death of a nation, as it seemed to them, was just a doorway into something new that was ahead of them. And we've been thinking about Ezekiel chapter 47, the desert. But what happened to the desert? The desert had a trickle that became a stream, that became a river, that suddenly became teeming with life. The desert, the death, just the first part of something new that was being Created Out of the death of the desert, new life was being given birth. And Ezekiel, just to make sure we didn't miss it, and we're going to move on from the book of Ezekiel after Easter. But Ezekiel, uh, 10 chapters previous, in chapter 37, uh, tells or paints a picture of a valley of dry bones. You can't get more dead than dry bones. Bones where all the flesh and all the organs, everything has gone, the whole thing has dried up. It is dead beyond dead. It is dead like dry bones. And Ezekiel, um, and the Lord says to the prophet Ezekiel, what, what do you see? Now, the old way of looking, the old way of thinking is to go, well, that's dead. That's finished. That's over. It's come to an end. It's fatal. But the prophet says, well, I, I don't know. You need to tell me. You need to help me what I can see. And slowly before his eyes, God recreates out of those dead bones a living being and gives them flesh. And in the end, breathes on them, gives them breath. And out of those dead bones uh, rises up a whole army. What looked like it was over and finished, what looked like it was dead, fatal to us, was the beginnings, that gathering of bones, was the beginnings of something new and life-giving. So what was it, if we go back to the women on their way to the tomb, what was it that changed their reality? What was it that began to open up this new paradigm that maybe death was not the final cry of something coming to an end, but the first word of something that was just beginning? Well, what changed was the physical resurrection of Jesus. Jesus himself conquered death. So instead of death being an end, he turned the whole thing on its head, an upside down kingdom. Instead of death being an end, death became a beginning. Instead of it being a door firmly shut, it suddenly became a door wide open. And something new was just beginning that had so much life in it that 2000 years later, you and I are still a part of it. 
So let me ask you about the things in your life that you think have died or are dying. The loss of something, the loss of a job or a relationship or an opportunity or a particular circumstance or or, or season that seems to be closing on you right now and it feels like a death. Don't misunderstand me. It does feel like a death. Make no mistake about it. Good Friday felt like a death. It feels like a death. It has all the darkness of Good Friday all over it. But what if that's not the end of the story? What if seeing it as the end is the old way of looking at things? The old paradigm. What if the story of those women on that first Easter Sunday awakening us all to a new paradigm, the the what feels like it's coming to an end is just the first line of something that's about to begin. Maybe it's not the end but the first link in a brand new chain that's being created. I guess we can think of Covid a little bit like this. That it These last months, we've been so uh, overwhelmed, perfectly naturally and understandably, about all the things that we've lost. It feels like so much has come to an end. It feels like a very real death. But what if Easter Sunday, that Jesus has conquered death, gives us a new reality, a new paradigm, that actually what's been happening through these months is not so much an end, but a new beginning. A new beginning in a way of life that values our relationships a little bit more. A a new beginning to a way of life where we're a little bit slower and a little bit more grateful for everything that we've taken for granted. What if in the end, what we're experiencing is not so much a death, but a resurrection? That's the invitation of Easter Sunday. And it's all made possible by Jesus's conquering of death itself. And honestly, death, physical death, the end of our lives is for those around us extremely painful and grief can be overwhelming. Let's not minimise that or make no mistake in the agony of life as we know it in relationship physically with someone else coming to an end. Yet, even in that reality, even in that darkness, we are encouraged through Easter Sunday to think of it not so much as an end, but a new beginning. I'm intrigued by those final words of Jesus on the cross. It is finished. Tetelestai. And there's so much that we could say uh, about those little uh that little word those three three words in english that little that little phrase teta lestai it, the tense literally means something has been done which means the effects of it will always continue to be felt into the future so even though the words are saying that something is finished the whole beat of it the whole emphasis is that something is finished so that something new has started which will always be and we know that Jesus had finished paying the price for all that was wrong in the world so that something new our rescue our salvation our eternal life 
would always be our ongoing uh, reality. I guess many of us, not me, many of us will be doing DIY projects over the Easter bank holiday. It's the thing to do, isn't it, over the Easter bank holiday weekend. Will it be new decking in the garden or a, or a new uh, cupboard or two in the kitchen or perhaps a, a new bathroom, depending on how uh, adventurous uh, you become? And no doubt it will take a little bit longer and it will be a little bit harder than you expect. But when you get to the end of it, you'll go, yeah! Yes, I finished it. It's done. Now, what's the joy? The joy isn't just that it's done. The joy is that now you have a decking that you can sit on in your garden. Now you now have better cupboards in your kitchen. Now you have a magnificent new bathroom. And so it's not so much that something's coming to an end, but it's that something brand new is beginning. And that's why Easter is a game changer. When we think something is dying, something is over, that it's the end, the resurrection of Jesus reminds us that what we think is a final cry is actually the first word in something new, the first note of a new symphony, the first line of a brand new premiere. Something new is beginning in our midst. And Jesus invites us to join him, to see this new reality, to live in this new paradigm. I've come, said Jesus, that you might have life and have it to the full. And let's pray now as we continue our walk with Jesus into this week. Thank you, resurrected Jesus, that you love me. Thank you, resurrected Jesus, that you give me new life. Thank you, resurrected Jesus, that you call me your friend. Help me to walk in my true identity this week in your name. And around this family table, we pray for all those we know and love. We pray for those who are rejoicing We pray for those who are weeping. We pray for those who are well and especially for those who are sick. We pray for our church family. And we pray for our neighbours. This Easter Sunday, we pray that your light will shine in this dark world. Thank you for what you've done for each of us. And as we move from Resurrected Sunday into a new week, we pray we will know your presence with us, your new life within us, and that we will live for you and you alone. Amen.